welcome to risk ground lab it is believed that our thinking and our consciousness create our individual and collective reality thus the reality of our life and our ecosystem is fundamentally the creation of our conscious minds so the question is whether our body and our ecosystem the human domains and dimensions are also a holographic projection of our consciousness if so what is the exact mechanism behind this holographic projection principle and if human thoughts determine reality is human intent an implication tied to the state of our universe it seems that human thoughts determine reality is one of the fundamental principles of quantum physics and was proved in the early 1900s with the double split experiment and proved lately by dr larry farwell as well the research published by dr larry farwell can help us understand the science of conscious intent and its implications his work on the science of miracles opens the door to understanding the power of human consciousness to command nature and move the physical and biochemical world within and around us we are very honored today that dr farwell is here today to talk about his just published research dr farwell is the author of the book the science of creating miracles in addition time magazine named him to time 100 the next wave the top innovators of this century who may be the einsteins or picassos of the 21st century welcome dr farwell we are so very honored to have you on risk roundup it's a delightful to be here dr panya and i'd like to say it's an honor for me to be sharing the podium here with you because you are one of the few people i have run across in the in the area of understanding risk and understanding the conflicts in the world who have the profound understanding that really all of that arises from the collective consciousness of the people of the world and that is something that we have investigated in the scientific laboratory uh, i am i'm a neuroscientist i have a number of inventions in the field of neuroscience and uh, i study the human brain and how it works i also have been involved in quantum physics research in collaboration with my father who is uh, a professor of, of physics and uh, a, a well-known nuclear physicist and the the phenomenon in nature that we chose to investigate was does human consciousness really have an impact on the physical world it seems that wise people throughout the ages have told us the first we have an inner vision within ourselves we enliven our consciousness in that vision and that enlivens nature to create the same thing however the research in physics has only approached that recently you mentioned the the double slit experiment where it was shown and it has been shown in many other similar experiments more recently that how we look at something how we observe something uh, affects what shows up in a very real sense we are creating the universe by observing because before we make the observation in quantum mechanics before we make the observation there's only abstract probability distribution there aren't any of the qualities that matter has when we make the observation at that point the qualities of matter come in come into play 
So in a, in a sense, by observing, by consciously observing, we, we create the universe that we're in. So the question, and that was well established in, in quantum mechanics over the years now, in the last century or so. The thing that my father and I investigated was, is it the case that we can choose what we're going to manifest, that we can choose what our observation is going to create? I, and I had, a, I had a conversation with my dad. We were sitting over, over lunch. And I said, hey, dad, anything is possible. And he said, yeah, yeah, you're right. Any imaginable configuration of quantum particle wave phenomena is possible, theoretically possible. But some are very likely and some are very unlikely. And in, in investigating miracles, uh, it used to be thought, well, a miracle is something which goes beyond the laws of science. It's outside the laws of science. Actually, in quantum mechanics, anything is impossible. Miracles aren't impossible things. They're only highly improbable. So I said, well, hey, Dad, in fact, there's a probability that all of the elementary particles that make up you and my, you're in my body and enough air to breathe are going to tunnel from here to the other side of the moon. And tunneling is a known phenomenon in quantum mechanics. We're going to tunnel to the other side of the moon. We'll carry this conversation on on the other side of the moon. And he said, son, you're right. And in fact, and he got out a piece of paper. Actually, it was a paper napkin because we were in the restaurant. And he did some quick calculations. <coughs> And he calculated the approximate probability that that would happen. The probability was low. It didn't happen. We continued our conversation in the restaurant. But the point is that anything is possible. And we as human beings, the, the question we wanted to investigate scientifically is, well, can we as human beings create improbable events, create miracles, create things that otherwise wouldn't happen, create things that would... So we set up an experiment. Now, <clears throat> I think everyone's had the experience, something like this, where you think, I'd really like to hear from Joe. And then just then the phone rings and it's Joe. So you think, well, maybe did my consciousness reach out? Did, did my internal vision have an effect here? Well, maybe so, but you don't know the probability that Joe would have called anyway. Maybe, maybe he would have called anyway. So that's not really a scientific experiment. However, we do know the exact probability distribution of alpha particle emission by plutonium. And plutonium, as you may know, is one of the major ingredients in atomic bombs. Uh, and so uh, when my dad was involved in the Manhattan Project where they first created the first atomic And so we decided to measure alpha particle emission by plutonium and see if we could shift that probability distribution in a very highly statistically significant way. In a, it, so we could create a very, very, very unlikely event, a very, very improbable event. And to, to skip to the, to cut to the chase, what happened was that we discovered that we in fact could, and others could, especially people of highly developed consciousness, could shift the probability distribution of a quantum mechanical event. Now, why is that important? What difference does that make? The difference that that makes is that the entire universe consists of quantum mechanical events. There are the abstract probabilities. We come along with our consciousness. We observe. When we make that observation, we collapse those probabilities into the events that make the physical universe. Now, if we have, which we now have shown in the laboratory we do, if we have the ability to create an unlikely event, 
to shift those probabilities, what we have the, the ability to do using our consciousness is to impact the world, to create the life that we desire, to create the world that we desire. And all of the wise people throughout the ages have said, hey, first you have this inner vision on the level of your awareness, on the level of your consciousness. You enliven your consciousness in that vibration, and that enlivens, uh, it turns out, that that inner field of pure consciousness is the same as the unified field of quantum mechanics that the particle wave phenomena of the universe arise from. So if you enliven that in your consciousness, you're enlivening it in nature, and you'll discover it in your environment. And there are all these books and and uh, courses and so on on how to how to create the, the life of your dreams. And it all comes down to enlivening that in the level of consciousness. And then not only through the things you do and say, but through enlivening nature in that vibratory influence, you create that in your environment and you create that in your life. Well, that is how from looking at it from a scientific perspective, from the results of the conscious unified field experiment that my dad and I conducted. That's how the universe happens. That's how life happens. That's how conflict or harmony among people and among nations happens. We create it on the level of our consciousness. And the book that I recently came out, which has already become a number one bestseller, is The Science of Creating Miracles, Neuroscience, Quantum Physics, and Living the Life of Your Dreams. We did this research 20 years ago, and I published a book, a very technically science, technical scientific book, uh, and also publications in the scientific journals on that phenomenon. This, then I spent the next 20 years developing techniques to apply our consciousness to enliven nature in the ways that create the life and create the world that people desire. And I now teach, uh, in addition to books, I teach uh, workshops and seminars on the science of creating miracles, neuroscience, quantum physics, and living the life of your dreams. Now, a dream that, that you and I, Dr. Panya, share is a world in which people are living peace and harmony, world peace. It's been a goal ever since there's been conflict. And something that you and I both realize and that we've shown in the physical uh, world and in the scientific laboratory is that the vibratory influence, the resonant frequency that we create within our consciousness, enlivens that resonant frequency in the, the conscious unified field, which is the field that gives rise to, and, and in a sense, create, and in a very real sense, creates the physical universe. Physical phenomena, quantum particle wave phenomena, arise as perturbations, like waves, in the conscious unified field. Well, you are, we are on the level of our consciousness, that conscious unified field. So we can create the vibratory influence we, we like, we desire. We can create the resonance that we desire. If you take a, a guitar and you pluck a guitar string, it vibrates with a particular resonant frequency. And if you, if there's another instrument in the area that has a similar resonant frequency, that when you're plucking your guitar string, that will start to vibrate. So as we create a resonant frequency on the level of our consciousness, that which is in harmony with that resonant frequency starts to rise in our environment. Now look, let's look carefully at what our physical environment really is from a scientific perspective. This desk in front of me, if you can hear me knocking on it, 
it seems very hard and very solid. It looks brown to me. But if you look more deeply into it, you'll see that it's not solid at all. It's mostly empty space. And there are molecules moving around very quickly. Within those molecules, you see atoms. If you look deeper within the atoms, you see the elementary particles, protons, neutrons, electrons. If you examine more deeply within the, those elementary particles, you, you'll find quarks. If you look to the basis of the quarks, if you go to the level of a string theory, you find vibrating strings, <laughs> like a vibrating guitar string. So what the universe consists of really is vibrations which add up to these things that look like separate objects, but it's really all vibrations in one field. Now the key here and the thing we showed in the scientific laboratory and that I wrote about in my book, Science of Creating Miracles, is that we have a choice. Our awareness can consciously enliven, can consciously choose to enliven in a vibratory influence, a resonant frequency of peace and harmony. And that is what generates peace and harmony in the world. If you want a green forest, you have to have green trees. If you want a harmonious world, it's necessary to have harmonious people. And so much has been written by well-meaning people and, and capable people about the arrangements we can make, the treaties we can make, the things we can say. Uh, but what really creates peace in the world what really eliminates the risk of conflict is for people to be enlivening harmony and peace on the level of their consciousness. And that creates it in the collective consciousness of the world. We all share a common consciousness. We're all tuned into the same conscious unified field. When we enliven peace and harmony in that, when we live it in our lives, when we uh, use it, when we uh, express it in our spirit, when we enliven it in our consciousness, the whole universe vibrates in that harmonious, resonant frequency, and you get a symphony. If you want a, if you want a symphony which sounds good, which is harmonious, you need each instrument to be in tune. If you want a harmonious world where everyone is functioning in harmony, you need the individuals in the world to be in tune with themselves, to be in tune with nature, to be in tune with a harmonious vibration on the level of their consciousness. And so much has been said by by wise and well-meaning people about how uh, your inner reality creates your outer reality. Your consciousness really creates the world. Well, what we showed in the scientific laboratory is that all of these wise people throughout all of the millennia have been right. That in fact, the way to create a, a peaceful world, the way to create a world full of love is to generate that on the level of our consciousness. So you and I have a, a major task ahead of us, Dr. Panya, in getting this knowledge out to the world so that people who are interested in and involved in and committed to creating a world of peace and harmony have access to the technology to do that. And then the technology to create peace and harmony in the world is, well, it is the science of creating miracles, it's the science of developing harmonious vibratory influences on the level of our consciousness. And yes. that's what, what you and I have in common. Yes. Well, what are no, your thank thoughts? You so much. Thank you so much for that great introduction and great background about your book and your vision and passion. I read your book. It's really good. I was very happy to see the experimental proof that from the laboratory, because, you know, 
human mind requires some sort of you know proof they yeah. don't believe things without looking at it but in the beginning of the book you mentioned about your journey and your challenges that you faced for some time you wrote that for a very short period things were not working out for you i was thinking about that mm-hmm. the question that i have is that were you during that time sending conscious intent for what you wanted and if it was not working is it possible that there was some destructive intent coming towards you that nullified your conscious intent and if there is a battle between constructive and destructive intent in the universe like what you faced and like millions you know that are facing every single day what are the variables that determine the mechanism of success yes all right i think you're quite correct there are there are uh, people and institutions and uh, consciousnesses that are not functioning in a harmonious way that are functioning in a destructive way we are all united the, the reality is we're all united we're we're all part of a whole that's true in terms of the environment it's true in terms of our inhabiting this limited globe it's true on the level of consciousness we're all tuned in we're all connected to the conscious unified field which is the essence of who you and i are however some people don't realize that they think in terms of separation us and them those people are evil we're the good forces here we have to destroy them they they think in terms of separation they think in, in disharmonious terms and that creates a disharmonious influence in nature so in a sense in a sense it's what you say there's there's a a, a battle going on or or a con, at least a contest going yes. on between the forces of harmony and the forces of destruction now what will what will determine the outcome what what determines uh what prevails okay if you look at where the power in the universe is you take this desk you can use it you, you can hit something with it and it'll have a certain level of influence on the physical level you go to the, to the chemical level you could burn it you release a certain amount of energy if you go to the nuclear level the subatomic level uh, and have a nuclear reaction a, a, a tiny a portion of this desk would be enough to to power a city <laughs> so as we get to subtler levels of creation there's more power there the same is true on the level of our consciousness when we're thinking on the on the surface level of thinking the level in which people argue and all of the level which conflict takes place on that level we don't have a lot of power if we experience subtler levels of our consciousness and this is what the techniques in the science of creative miracles book are about the techniques i teach in my workshops if you experience a level of quietness within yourself a level of silence within yourself a level of harmony within yourself that is functioning for a more powerful level if you tune into the intuitive level of your life we have the intellect we have the emotion subtler than that is what we feel on a very subtle intuitive level that comes on the level of quietness the degree to which the forces that are creating harmony are tuned into that quiet level within ourselves tune into our own consciousness tune into our own harmonious vibratory influence to that degree that conscious influence on the collective consciousness of the world is more powerful so having the desire having the intention 
and having the subtlety of awareness, the quietness of awareness. It's paradoxical because if you're doing push-ups, you push harder, you push your muscles harder, you develop more strength. The yes. harder you try, the more it works. If you're functioning on the level of consciousness, the powerful levels of consciousness come on the level of quietness. So it's actually in these quiet regions of the awareness, in these quite subtle levels of the of the human consciousness, that the most power is generated, and that we're most connected to those also who are, who are on our side here, who are creating a harmonious influence. Yes, so it comes yes. from tuning into the subtler levels of human life. Yes, yes, and I hope that once you are able to tune into that, that your thought process changes and you see the world in a very different way. Now, you have proven scientifically in your laboratory that consciousness, the individual consciousness, uh, can move mountains. That is just as yes. true in creating constructive changes in our lives and also, you know, bringing destruction in human domains and dimensions. Now, because whether we create positive changes or destruction, the pathway to intent intent manifestation, intention manifestation, it remains the same, irrespective of whether it's constructive or destructive. Now, my research focus is on understanding the implications of the collective destructive energy rampant in human multi-domain and the potential of existential risk due to its quantum implications. What are your thoughts on destructive human intent today and implications on our universe to, in the coming tomorrow? Well, I agree. Dis destructive human intent is really what creates all of the problems in the world. They appear on the surface because there's a vibration on the level of people's consciousness in that destructive direction. And something that you pointed out is uh, a minute ago is very relevant and very true in this respect. And that is that when people tune into their own true nature, their own true resonant frequency, that's going to be much more in tune with the conscious unified field. It's going to be much more in tune with nature. So really, it's people being out of tune with themselves that creates them being out of tune with nature, which creates that destructive intent, that the separation, destructive, destroy the, those of the other people will destroy those people, uh, the, the, the separation, the, the lack of harmony. So that really comes from people not being highly developed on the level of consciousness. And the, the key to the key to that is that people, actually people for their own benefit, <laughs> if you provide people with techniques to tune in more to their own, their own true nature, they can do that for their own benefit. They're not doing it for you. They're not doing it because you say so. They're doing it, to, it, it there are techniques to, to develop subtler levels of thinking, to develop more, uh, more profound experience of consciousness. And as you said, it's, you, hit your, you hit it right on, when people do that, their awareness shifts. The quality of their thinking shifts. The quality of their emotions shift. So yes. when people really tune into themselves, people actually don't want to be hateful and destructive. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. It's not in tune with nature. It's not in tune with them. So yes. developing people, developing the inner lives of people, developing the, the spiritual lives of people, if you want to look at it in, those, in that perspective, developing the scientific reality that we're all part of this conscious unified field, giving people that experience will create a shift within those people. And that creates a shift in the in the collective consciousness. And yes. in the meantime, where there are still people with destructive intent, the most important thing that we can do who are who are generating harmony is to do that from as subtle a level as possible and do exactly what you are doing 
you're sending out over the airwaves now, uh, both on the level of consciousness and on the on the level of technology, a message of peace and harmony. And that will enliven that in people. People who see this video are going to be inspired by by you and by the, the knowledge here to have a more harmonious level of vibration in their consciousness. And that's going to make a difference in the world, which it'll also lead to different and better actions. But more importantly, it'll lead to a, an enlivening of harmony in collective consciousness. Yes, very yes, true. Now, we do need to focus on uh, understanding the energy, frequency and vibration to understand the nature of our universe because great discoveries for our collective good will come when we are in harmony with the universe and consciousness can drive changes for the planet. Imagine what collective consciousness with targeted constructive intention can do to do good together for human civilization and our universe. So thank you so much, Dr. Farwell, for participating in this roundup today. We appreciate your thoughtful insight into the science of creating miracles and our global viewers and listeners would benefit tremendously from what you had to say. And as a result, this Risk Roundup dialogue has been of service and we thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. So the Risk Group is a strategic security risk research platform and community. Through the Risk Roundup initiative, Risk Group and I are on a mission to talk with a billion brilliant minds like Dr. Farwell. The reason behind this effort is to research, review, rate, and report strategic security risk facing humanity. Thank you for being part of the conversation. Until next time, I'm Jayshree, host of Risk Roundup, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.